Well done. It's gone well so far. I haven't even started yet. <laughs> Press play, Neil. Press play. No, I have. I've got the Wheel of Doom. <laughs> hit Jackie. Hit the Jackie clip harder. Okay. Do uh, it with love. Do nothing's with love. happening. <laughs> do you want me to do it? Hi. Oh, Toto. Not in Kansas anymore. Hi, I'm Jackie Collins, and you are listening to Neil and Debbie, you lucky people. <laughs> in a funny old world, it is yeah, Neil, isn't it? Isn't yeah. it just beautiful to hear Jackie's voice? Mm. Isn't it beautiful? Yeah, I especially, agree with you. Especially during this week, where take deep breaths, everyone. You're joking. And we're not, Brenda. Not another yes, one. Yes, number mm. two. Oh, for God's sake! I, I can't honestly. I can't stand this. I know. No. <laughs> exactly. Here we go. Start the show. Neil and Debbie. Here we go. Oh, how relevant, Neil. Mm. Let go of everything. Here we go again. Sunday, Monday. Lockdown. Days. Tuesday, Wednesday. Lockdown. Days. Thursday, Friday. Lockdown. Days. The weekend comes. My cycle humps. Ready to race to you. Deep yeah. pleasure. Your cycle yeah. isn't racing anywhere this weekend, is it? Well, it is in about two weeks' time, but that's my business. It's between me oh. and... Um, Hello. Revis uh, V, this, Neil, mm. we've got back to that time when lockdown happens that I have no idea what day of the week it is. I have no idea what's going on. So could we just confirm uh, for everyone, today is Saturday. Is that true? Saturday is our day. Our day. Yeah, yeah. And I heard a brilliant thing uh, on the week. It was an interview with Thundercat, who's an American uh, musician. He's fantastic. Look him up. Right. And it's, quote, unquote, we're going to make the current situation more bearable. He didn't say that. He just said bearable. Okay. And I think that should be our mantra for the next few weeks. That's a great idea. So what are we going to do to make that happen? Oh, just talk nonsense, love, like (laughs) usual. Because the world is a, a weird, strange place mm. at the moment. So all I can say is uh, I'm going to bring you some positive things why lockdown is good. Um, would you like me to start with number one? Oh, yes, please. Yeah, this, okay. this is great. Yeah. This is going back in time to the 1960s. The 1960s. Right. And here's one thing we won't have to put up with during lockdown because we'll be on our own. Take a room full of air, add people, and as often as not, what you've got is a stuffy room. You're not comfortable? Well, that could be because the air contains B.O. <laughs> yes, everyone has B.O., yeah. and that means there's B.O. in the air. Now, you may be very careful about your personal freshness, but is everyone? No, not everyone is, but it doesn't matter because we don't have to smell them anymore. They are positive number one. That is brilliant. That's fantastic. Good. Well My done, pleasure. love. Break your silence. Neil Debbie here. If you want to tweet the show, you can at this is Ndebs, at uh, Gadio. Yeah. <laughs> where I am for a second email yeah. ndebs at gadio.co.uk okay I'm sorry Neil you do have to interrupt this broadcast to bring some breaking news oh Ooh. a miniature walked in the joint you've had a haircut you've had a pre-lockdown haircut uh, I can funny see enough, you I did slip in onto the Turkish barbers on Sunday just to get myself sorted before lockdown yeah Neil <coughs> oh uh, have you had your um Oh, you've had your highlights done. Well done, love. Um, Don't want your grey coming through, do we? 
It's not grey lemon, it's horrendous dark roots. Look at them. Oh, uh, no. Reefy's yeah, Reefy uh that. What's the first thing you did when you thought, right, lockdown, what do I need to What do I need to do? A for myself and B to buy. Mm. Uh, what did you do? Well, it was definitely haircut was high on the agenda. Yeah, and uh, I did go out and buy some essentials, you know, loo roll. I mean, I didn't oh, panic buy. Oh, no! But I had to get oh. and tea bags and things that you oh, need. Oh, no! Yeah. You've fallen. If I was on QI, I'd, I'd play that. <laughs> <laughs> um... I, like you, went to my hairdresser. I flirted outrageously with Carl, who snuck me in at two o'clock on Tuesday. Right. Um, which I was very, very grateful for and bought in some chocolates to flirt. And then I realised I'd bulk, bulk bought eight kilograms of birdseed. So last time I bulk bought, do you remember the hair, the dry shampoo that dyed your hair? Oh, yes. blonde, and all it did was turn my forehead orange. Yeah, yeah. So this time that. I've gone for fat balls in the garden for the birds. And eight, I've now got eight kilograms. I'm either going to have one major overweight pigeon or all the birds. Because you just don't know, do you? Yeah. You'd be you like that bird know. lady in um, Mary Poppins well, feeding them. Be like, yeah, I'd rather be like that than um, bulk buying toilet roll. Have you learnt nothing, Neil? <laughs> Over to Twitter we go, if you don't mind. Mm. At this is Ndebs, at Gadio. Email ndebs at gadio.co.uk. Is it too soon, Neil? And I do I do say this with caution. Is it too soon to get these out? Is it too soon? Well, to I celebrate? think it's this weekend for them. Oh, I see. We've been yeah. really celebrating, really. Yes, yeah. So, mm. that's too much now. So, Daddy and Dad tweeted, Oh, my God! This is Ndebs. I bet the whole show this week will be Trumpy Town and then Smiley Emotion Winky. Uh, P.S. Apologies for being bad gays and not getting in touch for months. I do still owe you both and tune... I do still love you both. Oh, right. Mm. Yeah. And tune in every week, but but with my boys, which are the dogs. Please, could you play Forbid and Samuel Pack Diamond Heart this week? Jamie, kiss, kiss. Yeah, of course we can. I don't um, think the boy... I think, I think the dogs... I don't think the boys are dogs. I think the boys are boys. That's his kids. So There's a clue in are. Daddy and Dad. Mm. Um, okay, well, it's slightly patronising. So so over to over to Davina McCall. Let's not have an argument on air, Neil. It's uncomfortable for the kids. So <laughs> Davina McCall did a brilliant tweet this week, and right. she just sent out a photo of her on the red carpet from Big Brother Eviction Night and says, White House, this is Davina. <laughs> you are live on Channel 4. Please do not swear. Donald, I'm coming to get you. Oh, brilliant. Oh, That's brilliant. That's great. Well done, Davina. Oh, beautiful. Living your life. Can you hear my fire? I'm in the lounge today. Let's have a listen. God, how middle class does this sound? Can you hear my fire? I've got my fire going. Can you hear that? No. Well, there you go. Tune in for more. Oh, there there it is. There it is. Did you hear that? (laughs) No. No, So tune in for more gold like that throughout the show. Um, you're coming live from St Albans, Neil, in your uh, your whatever it's called, the lockdown room. Are we calling this? Well, yeah, back uh, yeah. back in the home studio again. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. We've changed for the last few months. We're sick of the sight of our own four walls, aren't we? And <laughs> now we're going to be locked up in them for the next month. But we do have some good news. You know, we talked about hugging on last week's show. Yeah. Uh, well, I've got another question for you I'd like. I'd like everyone to think about being touched the last time they were being hugged. Oh, right. Um, I've I've found possibly the best clip you'll see all year that will raise your 
pheromone levels from here, right down here. Right, right yes. Right there, Neil. That's Trump's popularity. Right, da- right, right yes, down there. Down there to, too. To Biden's up there. Wow, that's amazing. So, yeah, so it will go into a vertical line upwards um, next. Did you hear the fire then? Did you hear that? No. The good, the bad, and the lovely. Get it? Got it? Good. Right, time once again to delve into our little world. What's been going on this week, Debbie? Oh, I don't know. Is there some difficult uh, Well, first of all, in the good, bad and lovely things, the uh, not-so-good is the Vatican. Uh, it's backpedals, would you believe? Remember when a couple of weeks ago, Pope Francis... And uh, there he is. He's, uh, <laughs> there he goes. Yeah. Red shoes. There he goes. The a mine's a cornetto and uh, <laughs> with a little, um, a little Hail Mary as well. Thank you very much. Right. Oh, uh, anyway, he expressed his support for um, gay unions, basically. Uh, apparently, that was all taken out of context, though. Uh, the Catholic Church wants to clarify the Pope didn't mean he wanted gay couples mm. of, uh, to be equal, but was merely supporting limited civil union laws, which oh. would include offering some benefits, such as health care to same-sex couples so it's been oh, a thank you for your pedal. scraps on the bottom of the table yeah. in your uh, few crumbs mm. and they actually do they not sit there and listen to the words oh no we didn't mean that we didn't want you to be equal this is just tiny a tiny about a yeah. uh, bit of equality i know that makes them sound awful i think they need to go back and read their bible exactly start with the new testament though <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, it's there's either equality or it's not, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, Made in Chelsea star Ollie Locke has revealed on this week's show that he was turned away from his dream wedding venue as it refuses to hold gay nuptials. Although some uh, same-sex marriage is legal in all parts of the UK, gay unions are currently not permitted in the Church of England. Ollie, who is set to tie the knot to his fiancée, Gareth, in the coming oh. months, expressed his disappointment. Obviously, I must admit that was the most upset I've been for a long time because it kind of, I thought we had, we've obviously fought so, so many years for all of this and we're so delighted that it's now a legal situation that we are allowed to get married and we want to celebrate that and for someone to literally turn around and say, you can't, I'm afraid, we'll give you a blessing. I wonder what he's going to say at the end there. (laughs) (laughs) I sat next to him outside a theatre once, very handsome man. Oh, what? Yeah. How do we just know this now? <laughs> what, what was the theatre? What, what? How? Uh, we were, there's a theatre in South London, like an arts theatre, and we've yeah. both been to see the same play. And we did exchange a few, you know, oh, are you enjoying it? Yes, it's very good. Thank you very much. Yes, very, very nice guy. Really nice guy. Uh, Lady Gaga took to the stage in Pittsburgh at a rally for Joe Biden the other week, urging people to vote like their lives depended on it. Uh, Gaga gave a very passionate speech. She actually got quite emotional as you're here right now it's time for action it's time to muster all of our energy every ounce of us every ounce of hope and optimism and enthusiasm every ounce of fear and frustration and discouragement now is the time to show up and vote like this country depends on it because it does wow hey she got greater there, didn't she? She did, yeah, yeah. And she had a right old dig at Trump towards the end of that as well. It's worth listening for the whole thing. It's really good. Well, of course, let's not forget that we have got Trump down a special limited edition. Oh, yes, Trump. Well, it's not limited at all. It's just like, a, it's a, well, it's a big one uh, this week. <laughs> That's coming up later in the show. Now we got for the night in. 
at this is ndebs at gaydio email ndebs at gaydio.co.uk please do it because we've got no other form of communication with the outside world uh, we're trapped in our bubbles aren't yeah. we yeah but no, Neil, we said we'd be upbeat during this show and I have got a beautiful poo and some lockdown advice from Sir David Attenborough later. should just uh, point out, poo is positive, optimistic outlook. Um, you know, just in case. So, hello to a brand... <laughs> Don't worry, new listener. It wasn't right. persistent. New listener, Mark G. Hello, Mark oh, G. Mark. Uh, Any relation to Mr. Mr. G? Well, he technically is, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I'm looking at who he thought is new to Twitter, Neil, and we're in very esteemed company. He's following only 25 people. One of them, oh my God, Barack Obama. The uh, other one, Bernie Saunders, Stephen Fry, and then Martin Lewis, money saving experts. That brings water down a bit. But um, beautiful I like to Martin you. Lewis. Thank you very much. He's, he's actually one of my favourites, but he's hardly comparable to Barack Obama, is well. he? Well, you know actually, I, mean? I don't know, actually. He, he, I heard him on a podcast talking about his life. Very inspirational man. He could be making lots of money. Well, he has made lots of money, but he, he's out there trying to help people with their finances. He's a very he heroic real. person. I've got a lot Thank of time. Thank God Martin, you are there to tell us exactly what money-saving <laughs> expert does. But also, he did make me cry once. Do you know why he got into money and looking after it and trying to help people? Go on. Do you know? He, this wasn't the link I was intending on, Neil, but that's life sometimes. His dad died when they, he was very young. That's right. And he had to take over the, the family's, uh, you know, what do you call it, finances. Mm. And that's why he became so savvy. Mm. I love it when he does, ring in now. You know, we'll change your bills. We'll get your bills done. And yeah. he does. He, he does, says, yeah. I, I sign up to his newsletter. Yeah. Me too. I've saved a fortune. There we are. Neil, we are Neil and Debbie, and we endorse uh, Money Saving Expert. I was going to talk about hugs, but I think we've used all the time up in this link. So I'd like you to now have a bit of homework while this next song plays and think about, A, how many people you have hugged since lockdown. I mean, lockdown number one right. ended and lockdown number two has started. I want you to think of how many people you've hugged and also on your if you could just go up to someone and put a space helmet on and get some physical action, physical hugs off them right now, you have one choice. Who would it be? Okay. Don't piss, don't pee it up the wall. <laughs> don't pee it up. You, if you say money saving expert, all right. right That's your gay homework during this song. Yeah, this yeah. song. I've spent the last two years of my life. Neil, I want to talk about. Um, oh, that's actually- <laughs> And the lack of it during right. lockdown. Mm. And I don't know about you, I didn't realise how much of a touchy-feely person I was before lockdown. Did you realise that? Are you a touchy-feely person? I, I am. I like tactility, yeah. if that's such a word. Definitely, yeah. It is now, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. uh, I remember the first time we met, Neil, You, I put my hand on your knee. You did, you yeah. S- you seem to remember that. Mm, yeah. Um, so it's, yeah. it's going to HR <laughs> at the moment. It's still going to HR. No, you did, Do you actually. Remember? That's so true. Yeah. And, I, and that's one yeah. of the things I thought, oh, I, no, that's a warm human being. I like you. Thank yeah. you, Neil. Mm. So I fooled you. <laughs> Last week's show, we talked about one of my favourite presenters in the world, Marianne Hobbs. All right, and she uh, said this: she hasn't had a she hasn't had a hug in f- three months. 
All right, three months since lockdown began. So this this is what she said. A remarkable woman. Oh, no, that's not <laughs> what she said. This is what she said. On the theme of hugging, because I haven't had a hug since March. I just found a little um, a picture of a hugging machine, which I'm going to try to to build myself, actually. It's essentially two enormous bits of foam that squash you together. <laughs> Meanwhile, tweet of the day, I think, goes to Dr. Suzanne Conby-Hill, who's just been in touch to say, Marianne, I have a feeling that the hugging machine might have been invented by Temple Grandin, who made one for cattle and then one for herself a remarkable woman <laughs> I can't quibble with that no you can't Marianne you can't quibble with that but I've spent a lot of time thinking about this is so this flipping virus is so horrible because it stops you touching and getting yeah. what we what we need we need to be touched and mm. we need to be hugged so how many people have you been hugged by since lockdown literally the only person I've had a hug with is my mum and we oh do this sort of half one where we have we kind of put our arm but we have turn yeah. and pull our heads away so we're not breathing yeah. on each other N- not the same is it I, I'm the same no. with you uh, so you've had one with Mrs Sexton mm. I've had one with my dad but each time each time I've gone to hug him because I said dad I don't know what to do I don't know I don't think we should be hugging and he went don't be so silly mm. and he grabbed me to him and I went no droplets no droplets <laughs> I mean, it's all just a bit stupid. So I've had one from him. I've had several from Lisa, and then one from my from one of my best friends in the world, Anthony, who who I had to do the no droplet thing as well. He right. just went in for the hug. Yes, yeah. But I've been thinking a lot about you know who would be great because you can't hide your feelings in a hug. You can't fake if someone doesn't give you a good hug. You know that they don't actually like you very much when they do the hug and roll oh, yeah, like Boston yeah. friends and they push you away. And I thought, well, there's two people. She would be ama- this one would be amazing. She would be my dream hug. I've had a lot of time on my hands, Neil, because she would give you such a ferociously protective hug, but then she'd be so rude to you, you'd laugh. Mm. Um, can you guess who it is yet? No, don't do that impression, Neil. Um. <laughs> it's are you blind in one eye? Because um, you could go up to her and oh, she, yeah. as mother, would... Re- and she'd mm. tower over you because we met her, didn't we? The actress yeah, yeah, that plays tall. her. And then she'd push you away and go, make mother another drink. And you'd have no choice. <laughs> and then I thought, hang on here, I'm being stupid. There's one person who's astonishing and don't do it now, but at the end of the show, Google this and you'll know, you'll remember this, Neil. BBC Two put up Queen of Hugs. And it's two minutes, 44 seconds of Sandy Toxvig hugging different people on the TV. And the music's like, I'm playing you the clip, but you can't see it. So there's Cla- Claudia Winkleman, she's hugging. There's Noel from Mighty Boosh. Right. Look at that. Yeah. There's Alan Carr, giving a good one. And lots of other celebrities, I don't quite know their name, but she just hugs them. Right. And it is two minutes, 44 <laughs> seconds of absolute pure joy. Wow. So I think she, if, if you need to have a hug, I mm. think live vicariously, just Google Sandy Toxic Hugs. And I, I promise you, all your money back, you will feel 100% better than you do now. It's Neil and Debbie on Gaylio. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to... It says watch again. I've just watched, during that song, the uh, Sandy Toxic video of her hugging people. It's brilliant. Excuse me, Neil. What mm. were the rules I specifically said <laughs> during that last link? Sorry. What? What were the specific rules? Sorry, uh, I know, but I was distracted by Sandy's <laughs> hugging. 
my specific instructions were please watch it after the show because you're eating into listening time of our show and we need the figures but now you've done it isn't it delightful it's so sort of uplifting and joyous and it makes you want to go and have a hug doesn't it it's joe um i went to my last pensioners yoga session on wednesday with vonnie who's my yoga teacher she's 75 Mm. and she went right look we're not having hugs for a while so everyone do this and it's a yoga move i don't believe it but you know so you put your arms out, right? Your arms out, yeah. And then you give yourself a hug one side, put, right. so one arm's over the other, oh, yeah. and then you release it, yes. And you put the other arm on top on the other side. Oh, okay. And she said, if you haven't had a hug today, that's yours. I mean, it's not the same, is it? It's not. It's, it's not like that with the, when people do that thing where they turn round and they do that yeah. with the arms round and then they make it look as somebody else is hugging them. It's hugging that, them, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Naff. It so is it's a naff. But yeah. I really do miss hugging. Do you know who else was a really, really good hugger? Go on. Right, I was thinking about this. I really have had time on my hands. Maria Peters, who we used to work with at, uh, at previous the old place. Yes. Maria Peters was fantastic. At oh, was she? Yeah. I don't think we... I ever had a Maria Peters hug. Oh, because she didn't like you. So, <laughs> um, that's clearly untrue. Because she is a Leo, which you well know. She's a July Leo, which, mm. you know, I... I do have issues with but she is a Leo and we used to compete for dominance um, that's Leo's way yes. and I used to always try and top hug her so I'd be on the top right, and yes. she'd put her ha- arms underneath me so we compromised I did one and then one underneath and it was fabulous oh, yeah. you know who else was really good the girl who I had a thing with at the previous place right, okay. <gasps> she used to come up to me and she said Debbie can I have a hug and I went yeah it wasn't Margaret, was it? Was it Margaret? No, Margaret was really good too! Right, look, we, we haven't got time to... We've got to move on. Oh, no! no, no yeah, well, sound like a pervert, Neil! I don't want hugging... Oh, no! On the air, Eddie Thonic, Love Sensation, ATB, 9pm. Join in! No touching, now. That's enough of that. Yeah, very good. Just Donna. Um, <laughs> we must talk about, by the way, Ruby Sophie, Great British Bake Off. We'll catch yeah. up with Lisa. Um, did you hear that Grinder got a shared hat on Great British Bake Off? It was oh, very, very great. Oh, it was superb this week. Matt Lucas was on fire. Oh, I just touched my finger. Oh, Neil, I've touched my keyboard. Now my finger. Oh, no, anti <laughs> anti Oh, gross. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Are you all right, love? You're okay? Yes, yeah, yeah. I don't okay. like touching... I don't like my hands in my mouth. I don't like anything in my mouth at the moment. Oh, I really don't. That's a change. I actually backed a banana recently. So bet, carry what? on. Oh. Um, uh, can I recommend something? that um, When I first started watching this on Netflix, I was thought, oh, this is... Oh, I know what this is. This is naff. cheesy. It's naff. Oh, it's out of naff. naff. But no. Uh, I'm Emily. You're a new neighbour. Enchanté. Emily is in Paris, and it's a series in which it's a bit Devil Wears Prada-ish, actually. <gasps> it's really good. I'm in. Oh, you mm. don't need to say any more, apart from the name of what it... Why is this, Who is in it? What is it? Well, I'm not sure of the name of the actors or anything, but Emily uh, is this American girl. She's in this relationship with this guy, and she gets the opportunity. Um, it wasn't officially supposed to be her job, but the girl that was supposed to be going couldn't go, so she gets the opportunity to go and work and do PR for a fashion uh, PR company Hi. in Paris. And she meets all these amazing people. It's very Parisian, it's very French, and there's this hot mm. neighbour, really 
really chiseled, very sexy Neil, Neil you're style. doing what you do last time. Do you remember mm. what you did for Breaking Bad? No, I haven't given the yeah, ending away. I know, but I feel we're seconds away from you doing <laughs> it. So, j- j- rather than the synopsis, mm. um, because it's nice to sort of find these things out along the trotty lot, because uh, we have got time on our hands, what is it called? It's called Emily in Paris. Oh, they could have come up with something. <laughs> Emily in yeah. Oh my God. Do you? Want, I've got Emily a little bit of the trailer here to give you a bit of a flavour of it. If you want to hear that. Oh, I'd love that, Neil. So this is a bit of Emily in Paris. It's to say it's on uh, on your Netflix. French men are flirts. Just act normal when you see him. But I'm not this person. I'm the girl who shows up, not the girl who makes bad decisions. You don't come to Paris to be good. Sexy. Oh, would you stop? I have some ideas about marketing Delora that I would like to share with you. Very sexy, no? Sexy or, or, or sexist? What is the problem? With all due respect, I have been sent here for a reason. Look, I want us to win together. So it's so controversial. I like it. And maybe some things get lost in translation, but just know that I'm finding my way. Paris is the most exciting city in the world. You never know what's going to happen next. So true. And Paris is one of the stars of the show as well. There's loads of beautiful sequences of, you know, just around the city of Paris. It's so beautiful. I love it. Neil, you you know Paris like the back of your hands. You you drove around Paris with Daphne and Celeste. If you are new to the show, (laughs) Daphne and Celeste were two mannequins that were naked that Neil hooked around and drove around Paris. So he was looking slightly. I mean, they should have made a show about that. Neil (laughs) impact. Neil, Daphne, and Celeste in Paris. I would now that I would walk. Here we are with our feature, as always, Freedom of Choice. Another selection of tracks from the archive that Debbie will have a choice to decide which one of these three you want to choose from, which we'll play at the end of the Anthems Hour, as always. Are you bracing yourself, Debbie? It's nail-biting, Neil, because we didn't have this last week. It was a limited edition Halloween. That's right, it was, yes. So these are a rollover clips. First up, will it be track number one, Milo's Muscle Car? Number two, out of office, break of dawn. Or possibly, last track this week, remember this from Pleasure Craft, Carney. No. No. <laughs> You'll recognise it when you hear it. Track one and two were Sterling Neil. And mm. um, track three, when when the circus does come back into town, we will <laughs> give them that song back. But one and two, <gasps> I have both, please. Well, you can't. You can only have one. That's the idea of the feature. Over to Twitter, if I may, Neil. At this is Endebs. At Gadio. Email Endebs at Gadio.co.uk. We're going to James right now. This is Endebs. You two crack me up. Uh, laughy emoji. So obviously he's he's been he's started on the L. <laughs> Just what we need in these um, 
times. Yes. I can't say that word. Mm. Also, all the love for Nigella Lawson. Get that merch out. Uh, now, this is from last week's show where we talked about Pleasure Palace, uh, the new TV show that Nigella Lawson is doing, which is called uh, Eat, Cook, Rave, Repeat or something like that. I've Googled when it starts and the BBC very helpfully said uh, November and December. So it should be here with us already and we are gagging for it. But we are going to open Nigella Land. Um, maybe that could be the subject of today's podcast, Extra Bits, Neil. All the rides we want in Nigella Land. Oh, yeah. Uh, we briefly touched on it last week, and we, we want to go, you go through Nigella Land on, uh, in the start. We haven't got time to talk about it if we've got an outbreak. Yeah, that's right. We have got to move on, unfortunately. But it's a uh, nice notion. We'll have a little thing. So. <laughs> this aboard. is my selfish solo treat. Mm, yes. Alien and Kane, Beach Ball, Gadia's anthems, Neil and Debbie here, Saturday morning. If you drew one, a beach ball right now, Neil, Mm. and put two arms out of it, two legs, (laughs) that's my figure. Oh dear. Right now. Right. These are hard times, Neil. These are very, very odd times. Mm. Uh, I was pleased to hear that Richie has extended furlough until the end of March. Um, for people, which is, which, you know, that's... Well, to the end of will. March, is it? Yeah, to the end of March. Oh, good. Um, and it's the sort of time now we're sort of all readjusting, thinking, well, if I can't do what I really love doing, how about I have a change of career? Mm. I'm here to help you, Neil. Call me Debbie Careers Advisor. Okay. Um, I've got something that I bet you've never even considered to do as a career. This was on my favourite radio station besides Gadio. The World Service, and I never knew this job existed, but gird your loins, everyone, because this could be your next profession. Let's talk to Bill Edgar. He's in Brisbane, Australia, and he's a coffin confessor. Bill, good what, morning. What does that mean, being a co- coffin confessor? A coffin confessor is someone that interrupts a funeral on behalf of the yeah. deceased. <laughs> Okay. Right. So you, you you see where we're going with this. So if you were interviewing the coffin confessor, just think about what questions you'd ask him. All right? Would it be this? So so what is the one confession that stands out for you? Uh, look, I, I'd say the first confession was uh, the first funeral. The first confession would have been uh, the gentleman's best friend when he was performing the eulogy. I had to interrupt him, tell him to sit down and shut up and listen to what his mate had left, you know, for, for me to read out, which was that his best mate had been trying to seduce his wife while this man was on his deathbed. Wow. And he couldn't get up, he couldn't do anything, he couldn't move, he couldn't, really, he was in, incapacitated. But he could watch and he could see his best mate trying to crack onto his wife. And what was the reaction of the funeral? Uh, that gentleman quickly slithered out the back door. A few other people left, and it was uh, ended up being very nice funeral. <laughs> and the next one, I'm keen to hear another short story, if you can. Oh, not a problem. I mean, I've got 22 of them. I've done eight funerals, two will readings, four wakes, and eight home home swipe, sweeps where I go to a person's home and I remove sensitive items that they don't want their loved ones to find. Like what? And that, oh well, that could be anything from uh, pornography pornography, sex toys, drugs, guns, money, could be anything. Do you get paid for this stuff? Absolutely, I get $10,000 up front and they don't need the money where they're going and I never have a complaint. (laughs) Bill, it's incredible. Um, Bill joining us there from Brisbane in Australia. He's a coffin confessor. Yeah. Would you believe? Yeah. News is next. (laughs) Um, That's amazing.
is that not the best job and you'll never be out of work <gasps> you'll never be out, and no one can ask for a refund because they've gone hands up who wants to be a co- i never thought my name is Debbie Ryan. your name is Neil Sexton. would you like to be a coffin confessor yes please yes, yes. 3am eternal Serge Devon aka the time you get up and have uh, anything you want because it's lockdown isn't it no yeah. rules anymore Do we I like? couldn't help I couldn't help but notice how they sneak they sort of take a little sample from our favourite didn't they they sampled I Feel Love on that well they have yeah why not yeah. help the Georgia, the Georgia Moroda greatest sort of mistake that ever happened that he put his keyboard on delay instead of going instead of going dum 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 you get the hint it went da 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 it's just like listening to the real thing that was Actually, it's it, actually I am. It's trending on Twitter now. <laughs> what is that incredible impersonator doing on Gadio? <laughs> uh, the keyboard impersonator. I love George Moreau. Do you know he lived in his car in Paris mm. when he was a struggling DJ because he really was passionate about breaking um, into DJing and right. he had no money. Yeah. So he, yeah. he stayed. He lived in his car. And also, what a great moustache. Let's give that a clap. Yeah, Let's well done for the 70s moustache. Yeah, I might grow mine during COVID. Um, vis-a-vis that on Twitter. At it this is Movember, isn't it, actually? Well, so it's that's perfect. what I'm doing it for, yeah, Neil. Yeah. Uh, on Twitter at this is ndebs at gadio. Email ndebs at gadio.co.uk. Okay, no twang. There we are. Hello to a new... We've got a couple of new followers, Neil. First of all, Andy Fugard... Uh, aka inductive step social scientist enthusiast opera ham operator um and they are following us and it's lovely to have you have you following actually and it's lovely a ham oh. operator yeah i think that might be cb1 cb1 cb2 can you see me <laughs> over one four for a copy yeah one four for <laughs> for a couple break a break <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd love to do that. Mm. And then we've also got another new listener, Messy for COVID. And d- don't judge it by its name, Neil. Messy right. for COVID. Let's have some fun during lockdown, is their is a sort of description, with a new messy challenge to raise awareness for suicide and mind. Oh. Don't forget to text MIND to 70007 to give £3 a month and that we will certainly be doing that message yeah, for COVID. Yeah. And, and please reach out to people during these times. So if you've got friends, just check in on them and make sure that they're OK, yeah. all that sort of stuff. It's really important, yeah. isn't it? Of course it is. It's easier said than done, though, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, oh God, so I've brought that down a bit. <laughs> just ring them up and say, have you seen Sandy Toxvig hug video? Yeah. Watch it now and then we'll catch up. Because that's the anyone's mood. On Twitter at this is Ndebs at Gadio, email Ndebs at Gadio.co.uk. Martin Brooks, aka Oakham Ham UK, he simply says at this is Ndebs, hello. That's all he says. Oh. Hello. Hello. Have you got a reply to Martin Brooks's hello? Goodbye. <laughs> oh, no. Neil, that's not very friendly. <laughs> Martin, I hope you're all right and you're looking after... How are you, Martin? You need to ask people how they are because a yeah. lot of people have gone very, you know... They talk about themselves a lot, a lot don't they? Yeah, well, it's always because you're in mean? your own company all the time, isn't it? Well, people need to stop that. You need to start a conversation with, how, how are things with you? You're right. And Do you talk to yourself? Oh, love, all the time. Oh, and God, I, think, and I don't really I I'll go out, you know, the COVID walk, the coronavirus walk, mm. I go on every day. 
I'll have whole conversations with myself and then you realise, oh, someone's behind you. <laughs> do you do that thing where you pretend you're on your phone? No, because I've got no phone. <laughs> I don't go out with my phone. I just like being out in nature. And yeah, I'll me go, well, too. Well, if this happens, well, I can do that. And then they sort of look at you going... <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, that's probably not a bad thing to have a reputation like that. No. As long as I don't make the village magazine. So once again, with our favourite feature, Debbie <laughs> was given three tracks earlier on, Milo's Muscle Car, Out of yes. Office, Break of Dawn, yes. or Pleasurecraft Carney, no. to play one of those tracks at the end of the Anthems Hour. Which one are you going to go for? Uh, definitely not the last one. I'm going to save that for my funeral. Um, <laughs> but tracks one and two are but equally Come on, superb. Come on, so both, you. Both. I'm not, no, well, I want Nero then, uh, if you're going to be all pushy uh, like uh, this. Producer Alex has got oh, his hand up. Actually, yeah. look, I've received a postal boat that Debbie be posted last week at the end of the show which is for track one and then i've just right. got an in-person vote for track two so we could wait around for three weeks go to the supreme court and have a row or i could just play both of them both please both please why not quite a momentous week really isn't it being debbie a momentous week i have loved watching shortly after he was erect arrested Tom Bradby on every single night of the news and Julie Etchingham live from the White House. Um, I think we go straight in love because this could be, this could be phenomenal. I want to take me to Donald Trump! things may change over the next weekday or hours yeah um because it's very very uppany and downy isn't it <laughs> but i just want to take you to some very interesting moments over the last few days should we go over to uh, mr paranoia himself who had a 17 minute speech to give um, where he all wanted us to know certain things. There's a very different atmosphere, though, in the White House itself. President Trump took to the podium at the White House briefing room. He delivered a 17-minute speech. He derided the pre-election polls, made a string of allegations that the vote had been rigged and was now being stolen without offering any evidence to substantiate them. We think we will win the election very easily. We think there's going to be a lot of litigation because we have so much evidence, so much proof, and it's going to end up perhaps at the highest court in the land, we'll see. But we think there'll be a lot of litigation because we can't have an election stolen like, like this. Now, this is where I wish the news presenters had just slopped this, uh, slipped this little clip in. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Um, because I think uh, it's very rapid. Here we are, um, over to another station. This, this is after Trump had given that 17-minute speech. Several of the main US television networks cut away from their coverage to tell viewers Mr. Trump had made a number of false statements. Here we are again in the unusual position of not only interrupting the president of the United States, but correcting the president of the United States. There are no illegal votes that we know of. People were expecting the president to come out and reassure Americans that the process of democracy in this country works. That was not this speech. Could someone find his dummy and give it back to him <laughs> that he didn't get that toy he wanted by the till? Uh, then over to Twitter and Facebook, Neil. Twitter and Facebook have placed misinformation warnings on President Trump's postings after he declared an early victory. It's like some soap opera. It I is, can't yeah. stop watching. Yeah, yeah. It's it's 
been my favourite week in politics. <laughs> He's and deluded, isn't he? Well, as Obama says... Let's bring this home. Honk if you're fired up. Honk if you're ready to go. I think it's time we played an updated version, Neil. Uh, will you all be upstanding for this? Nelly the president packed her trunk and said goodbye to the White House. Off she went with the trumpety trump, 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 trump. Nelly the elephant packed her trunk and trundled back to the jungle. Off she went with the trumpety trump, 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 trump. That's enough. Trump. President Trump. You are a rude, terrible person. You shouldn't be working. He isn't now, is he? Say goodbye. Pleasure Palace. <laughs> You're still thinking about Nigella, aren't you? Well, it's coming up for the Nigella season. I think it might just be mm. her and Roisin Murphy's new album might be the right. thing that saves 2020 from the flusher. Right there, yeah. yeah. <laughs> from the flusher. Yeah. Did you hear about Kylie this week? Yeah. Well, I heard one thing about Kylie involving Prince. What did you hear? Oh. No. Yeah. Hang on, yeah. No! Yeah, apparently, well, she, apparently she nearly recorded a song with Prince. In fact, she met him at some gig and uh, asked her to send him some lyrics, which she did... Uh, she sent him some lyrics, but nothing ever kind of came of it, unfortunately. What a shame. It just is a lesson in life, isn't it? Grab it by the balls mm. because the opportunities don't come again. And he, I read that interview and he said, send me over some lyrics. And she was, I don't really write. Well, she didn't speak like, uh, oh, I don't really know. I'm Kylie Minogue and I don't really know. <laughs> she wasn't really writing lyrics, according to her, at that yeah. time. I'll say she's always writing lyrics, and she, apart from Stock Aitman and Waterman, who helped. Um, but, yeah, what, a, what you'd kick yourself, wouldn't you? You'd it absolutely... was called um, Baby Doll, oh, is what, yeah. what it came up with, but they never Got recorded myself. it. <laughs> a talking, baby doll. <laughs> I wonder what it would have been about, because... Prince is so filthy. He, what mm. would he have done with that? Do you think he was fantasising yeah. about Kylie? No, I don't, actually. Mm. I, I saw a brilliant documentary about Prince and he was so in love with his a very serious girlfriend at the time. Right, yes. He wrote all these songs. He's a very deep guy, actually. Mm, mm. Fascinating when individual. You, when you watch Alphabet Street, it's filth. The video. It's, his moves are disgraceful. I mean, yeah. I, I, had to, I had to sit down after watching that. He knew how to work it, didn't he? He did really know how to work it. He was just really... If you went on a date with him, you'd be like, oh, I could bring nothing to the table. I could do the worm, but I can't just do... He's do just, the worm? He, he's just so... He's just really... Do you know who I would have loved him to do a song with? And I don't think it would ever have happened because the, the universes didn't let it happen. Mm. We talked about it last week, but David Bowie... Can you imagine Prince? Oh yeah. And David, I mean, that would—I would never have put those together. It's just come into my head now. Yeah. That would have been a really interesting combination, well, wouldn't it? Yeah. To be honest with you, Neil, I only did it so I could play the trailer for the new <laughs> film. I actually segued it in there. It's oh, got, I, I don't really give a damn about it. Did you? Yeah. Because yeah, I, I actually don't want to hear the duet between David Bowie and Prince because they're too different. They clash. Um, <laughs> You know, we talked about the new David Bowie film last week. Oh, uh, this new uh, biopic oh, thing that's God. been slated. It, I have actually read the article on <laughs> on Pink News. Elizabeth Brower on Twitter went, I'm horrified that not only have David Bowie's wishes been ignored, but this god-awful attempt at a biopic, 
and it's there's a thing that says boycott stardust and they've sort of done everyone has put their comment in to say the guy who stars as david bowie is about as david bowie is <laughs> me or you do you want to hear the trailer a bit of the tra- this is yeah, the only on. bit of the trailer i can use because the rest of it is just pants <laughs> hello name david bowie oh i mean even that no. is quite i'm oh. serious neil i Make mean listen stop. oh ready name david bowie everyone knows it's david bowie <laughs> Funny little pug man. You do his voice, Neil. <laughs> David, so, yes. How you doing? How's actually, that? You're, you're quite good. I might get onto the Let's phone dance. to the... Someone put on Twitter, seeing the trailer, I could have made a better film if I'd shot him in my back garden and played all the characters myself. <laughs> but I wouldn't do that because I respect Bowie and his family wishes. And someone else on Twitter, Omar Rock, put, they literally went in, quote, unquote, who is the actor who looks the least like David Bowie and cast him for the role? <laughs> I mean, love. Someone's compared the actor who plays Bowie in the new film um, with Sharon Sharon Osborne. Hello, darling. Cause Sharon they Osborne? Actually look, yeah, they look the same. Oh, dear. I'm, def- the I'm definitely giving it a wide berth, No, love. I'm not. I love <laughs> things that go hot. Do you remember my Mariah Carey's Stardust? Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, the ones that are really bad are sometimes are the best, brilliant? aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Showgirls, I rest my case. <laughs> I thought my world was crumbling. Dedicate that to COVID. Why? Oh, I see. Yeah, better off without you. you. Yeah, you're right. No, never sorry. invited that, that thing to the party. No, you're never right. Invi- I never remember saying, please come into our world. No, exactly. Get you're right. Sling your hook. You're Get uninvited. Lost. Yeah. You're that friend that turns up at a party, steals all the alcohol, has nothing can contribute, and we can't wait for you to go. <laughs> Just pee off. Bog off. Um, oh, this is horrible to go from that to this, but up next is... Lisa! Yeah. Australian Nisa with her weekly update. She bought us HP Sauce the other week. God knows what it'll be this week, but... Hello. Yeah. Hello. Testing, testing. Uh, we'll catch up with her in a moment. It's Neil and Debbie. This is Gadio. Here we are for our Saturday show. You can tweet us at this is Ndebs at Gadio. Email Ndebs at Gadio.co.uk. And uh, well, that's one of my favourite moments of the show, to be honest with you. Look. You're going to say hello to all of us individually, please, Lisa. Hi, Neil. Hi, Debbie. Hi, Alex. <laughs> Hi, Lisa. I feel like a school teacher. You <laughs> <laughs> can't have one. Slightly <laughs> inappropriate. So, last week, Lisa gave us a thrilling update about HP Source. Oh, yeah, um, it was, yeah. Yeah. This week, Lisa's going to bring us something very different. You messaged me in the week. We were both watching Great British Bake Off and something quite LGBT leaning, wasn't it? Here's the clip. It's 80s week. I love the 80s. It's such a cool decade. Jean-Michel Basquiat, Keith Haring, Grace Jones. Yeah, Brookside, Right to Reply, the emergence of Carol Vorderman, really edgy. <laughs> now, if you couldn't phone home, people go, what do you mean phone home? E.T. would have a mobile. He'd be swiping like yeah. that with his big long finger. Do a zoom. Oh, grinder. <laughs> E.T.'s definitely on grinder. So that's the sort of breaking news. Lisa, would you like to take this on? Yeah, I was excited that they started to talk about Grindr, but it's the next bit that I really liked in the show. Yeah. 
that's the clip I haven't got. Um, so it was, it was, it, it was Noel, or was it the other one? No. <laughs> How do you put a show together? I don't understand. Don't you just love it when both halves of a couple are in exactly the same wavelength? Yeah, it's a beautiful thing to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to say. Yeah. Oh, Debbie. But there we are. So we have, uh, it's a spoiler for this week's Great British Bake Off. Well done. Thank Thanks, you. Lisa. It's lovely to see you. <laughs> no, we were talking about Face of Crime Watch and Body of Baywatch or something like that. Oh, and yes. we didn't know what the acronym was. And mm. we really much. We didn't up. even know the word acronym, did we? No, no. Uh, producer Robin, one of our t- old friends from old radio stations, past and gone, and buried actually, uh, that he used to describe it when guests came in to be interviewed, and mm. if they were hot, he'd come and help us with the interview. If they weren't, he'd go, "Oh, face of Brett crime watch, body of bear watch, or whatever it was." So when someone's hot and they approach you, you go, <gasps> and then you, they turn around like that. So this is Gary. Gary, bless you for getting in touch. He says, ah, oh, you too. He actually says guys, which has already, already gone down in my bad books because yeah, I haven't got dangly bits. Yeah. He says, bless your loin, got sprouting hair. No, no, hang on. Um, no, sorry, Debbie. Yeah. <laughs> you just went really odd then. On oh, the no, did I? <laughs> you went all wibbly. Oh, what did it was, you It was magic. I'm going to get that off for the next week's show. Oh. But, uh, you know, okay. just say what you said there again. So, um, Gary said, guys, which that's not what we are. I'm a girl. Guys, it's Bob Fock. Bob Fock. Body off Baywatch. Face of Crime Watch. Oh, thank oh. God we can put to that. So when you say, oh, my God, here comes a Bob Fock. That's what you say. And uh, Erica has waded in and says, butterface. Are you talking about butterface? That's another word to describe them. <laughs> So Hang you on, just say, that's oh, look, an acronym for? It's brilliant. They say, oh, it's but oh, look, they're a butterface, and then in it, she's explained, but her face. Oh no! <laughs> oh, these are so good. <laughs> oh, I love your butterface. You can say, oh, that face is a real butterface. People say that for us for years now. I don't feel bad about this, but I do like. But you say this at some point this weekend, Bob Fock and Butterface. <laughs> You know, uh, was your mum, when she was still around, was she a good cook? This is so weird. Have you been Elon Musking into my central nervous system in my brain? No. I was having this conversation with Australian Lisa this week. Hmm. No. Nana was brilliant. My dad is a great cook. So, no. My mum's brilliant in the kitchen. Of course The reason I ask is I was listening to the Table Manners podcast, and one of the most recent ones, Jessie Ware hosts it, and her mum, Lenny, who I adore, and they basically, they do a home-cooked meal, and then they share it with the special guests. So far, they've had Kylie on, Adam Lambert, Joe Lysett, Ollie Alexander, Dawn French. No! Yeah. And uh, on this episode, uh, they were asking about food, and and, uh, Dawn started reminiscing about her mum's cooking. She said something that really kind of resonated with me, which I love. And I tell you... Yeah, go on. Cherish your mum's food. I mean, cherish your mum. While you have your mum with you, cherish her and cherish her food. Because I know, but but we all, you know, we all go up the old stepladder. And I miss my mum's food such a lot, even though it was very bland. She wasn't particularly experimental, but it was her food, and it's cooked with all the love, you know. Cooked with all the love. You know, I'm in my kitchen, Neil, right now. Yeah. You haven't got some of the cooking left over from years ago, have you? No, but. <laughs> 
One of our treats for pudding when right. we were little kids was this, and I still think of my mum each time I have it. It's very rarely, once or twice a year. Read that and weep, big boy. Oh, angel delight, no, bring it on. Yeah. No, it's a what specific... What flavour? Butterscotch. Specific, yeah. The other ones are evil. You have to have butterscotch because the strawberry one reminds me of worm medicine that I had as a child. So butterscotch, angel of delight. You're quite right. Cherish your mum's packet food. At, this is Ndebs at Gadio. Hello to Marky. He's found us. Share Marky. Do you remember Marky? Oh, yeah. Marky, Marky. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And Chris Pudgicurly reviews of either podcast sex or He's done two crying emojis. Uh, what I love about the podcast, Just the Chat, it takes me from bed to door at work. Oh. Screaming at your extra bits. A lot of people do, actually. <laughs> they are extra bits. You're funny. And then a word. Hashtag Clitty Litter. Um, <laughs> you'll have to listen to last week's The podcast, podcast extra bits are available on the podcast, which is available whenever you are. Mixcloud.com forward slash this is Ndebs. And we're on iTunes. Just first search for Neil and Debbie oh, on iTunes. Dear. I'm glad it's the end of the show. We're falling, <laughs> off, we're falling off the edge. So, Neil, I know it's very unfortunate we're going into a second lockdown, but it does have a silver lining it means I can bring back that oh. much popular feature that a lot of people got involved in. <laughs> Great. Lockdown highs and lows. this a little while ago and it was a fair to middling response we got mm. um, as we're going to be in lockdown for another four weeks or three weeks please get in touch with yours just record it on your phone and send it to us I'm not sure how you do that yet just email it ndebs at gadio.co.uk that would be beautiful for this week I thought we'd go to my favourite man on planet earth besides my father oh, right, Sir, yes. David, Sir David Attenborough Lovely. are you ready yeah, for on. his highs and lows and many people are having a much worse time than I am. I mean, I am lucky. Um, I, I have a garden, I have a house, uh, and uh, and we're surviving, my daughter and I are surviving very well. Uh, but um, it, it, it's going to be very, very rough for people. But one does miss seeing people and talking to people and, you know, having one's friends around just walking around and seeing other people hint taken sir david i shall be on my way to richmond to hang around and make friends with you soon because <laughs> uh, you know that I, I just do adore the man i think it's only right neil that he's also our poo uh, for today to sing us out with that great song by louis armstrong don't armstrong don't take the mic neil please so this is today's poo which is positive optimistic, optimistic. Outlook, and have a have a lovely week. If you ever get lonely or scared, Neil and I are right here. Um, you know, you know where to find us, and we'll, we'll always give you a hug. Socially distanced, don't break the rules. I see trees of green, red roses too, and I think to myself, join in. What a wonderful world! Extra, extra, tweet all about it. Oh look. Yeah, we've got to add it to the actual show, so we're having it now. <laughs> we're having it now. That's all we've got time for on the podcast, Sex Blitz. Thanks very much for listening. Take yourselves and, and each, each other. other. Don't forget to change your clitty litter, because that will go off and fussy. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Bye! Not true, it's not true. Wow. Oh, what a God. show.
and here we are at the podcast exhibits. To be fair, love, you and I have got nothing else to do, have we? We've got no, not really. No, I'm just trying to, to find uh, a bed. Hang on a minute. Uh, we'll have that one there. How about that? Yeah, what have you got? Let's oh, have a listen. It's a bit of bewitched. Oh, that's lovely. Come on, Samantha. <laughs> Twitch your nose at us. Oh. Well, quite yes, a quite a, a fun-packed show. I still can't. I mean, the whole Trump thing is just yeah. unbelievable. Isn't it? I mean, it, he'll be around for uh, for ages. Yeah, he's not going to go away. It's like a bad smell, isn't he? What I really wanted to talk about in the podcast extra bits, Neil, was we never got into hugs, did we? We didn't go further into hugs. We talked no. about who was good at a hug. Yeah. But I had a very big conversation with Lisa in the week. She went, oh, my mother's a terrible hugger. She does the hug and roll which I didn't know was a thing. You can't hide it, can you? We would do, if you're just listening to podcast extra bits, we were saying how important it is to hug people um, and how we miss, we miss that touch. It's really yeah, important. It is human contact. I told you I, I'm hugging dogs at the moment for, mm. for contact. Yeah, but you've I mean, always we, been a dog hugger. Yeah, but what's... <laughs> you, you sexy mother dog hugger! <laughs> um, no, yeah, you've always, but, you know, be fair... Yeah, but and, that's, and actually having a dog to hug is quite... I mean, that's a great thing to have, isn't it? Yeah, but Neil, these are strangers' dogs, so it's not really... <laughs> it's not as people I'm seeing on my lockdown walks, oh. and I'll go, oh, look at your dog, and then I'll just... Right. And you're straight to, down, down on them, are yeah, you? down on them, and they're like, hello, police. <laughs> She's here again. She's Don't touch my again. dog. <laughs> mm. uh, but re vis hugging. So we talked about how important it is to have a hug, but mm. how true it is that if someone hugs you you can tell instantly whether they like you or they don't mm. some people are you cannot hide a hug it's like a lyric or mm. a piece of art you have to express yourself yeah and this thing called the hug and roll was a thing that was on friends where ross doesn't like hugging people and he, he pulls you close and then he pushes you off now right. are you raising your laptop no i'm just making i'm lining up another bed don't panic okay um, yeah so no the other thing up but there are some people who um they're not they're not not that they're not very good at hugging but they're not very mm. comfortable with hugging anyone it's yeah. that invasion of their space situation that some people have a problem with yeah i mean that's covered that neil hasn't it <laughs> but i i really don't and i can't I, I put it this way if someone came up to you i'm trying to think of someone that both of us feel the same way about and you they try to come in for a hug you can mm. fake a hug with them oh, no, you, you know what i mean no, no. yeah you got you kind of you don't really give hug back do you no, kind of you stand there a bit limp, limp. yeah it's a bit like somebody them. with a limp handshake yeah you just you want to go mm. every inch of my body doesn't want you near me no yeah yeah get out of my space yeah, yeah. <laughs> my stepmom's she used to be very cold at hugging really she used to be like and her mum is just as bad she pats you she goes up to you and she pats you on the back right. so she doesn't hug you she just goes like but that. that's 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 a Possibly sort of that kind of British reserve kind I don't of thing like it. is there in some families. It's passed bullshit, on. Bullshit, because, well, you're right, but it's bullshit because my nana was the best hugger ever. Right. So I don't remember gen- hugging my nana. Oh, Neil. She was a very affectionate lady, but I don't, can't remember whether... Oh, yeah, I mean, we used to kiss her on the cheek, definitely. I remember, oh, I remember that, but not so much mm. uh, hugging. No. Oh, my goodness, I wouldn't leave my nana alone. And she always smelled of Chanel, the blue <laughs> Chanel, not Chanel number no. five, the smell of adultery. Right. Blue, Chan- blue Chanel. Mm-hmm. And whenever I sometimes go in a shop now, I lift up, well, when you could go in a shop, I lift up mm. the bottle of Chanel, the blue and the silver bottle. Right. And it instantly makes me smell of her. Oh, oh that's, of her. That, uh, that's, uh, that's, yeah. Yeah. 
smelled um, scents yeah. is really really important takes yeah. you places doesn't it so who's who's a bad hugger that you can name who do you go oh i didn't like that at all I can't think of anybody <gasps> offhand. Oh, I can think of someone, one of Lisa's ex-partners, who I d- really don't like. Oh, oh dear. Ex, 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 ex. No, I do, I do, it was someone we met yonks ago. Right, right. Um, and I, d- I thought, oh, I don't... And I, You know, when you have to hug, they go in, and you think, oh... Mm. Was that because before you'd even got to the hug, you you sort of just decided you didn't like? Oh no, I've hugged plenty of uh, more recent partners. Right, Right. I've hugged all of them, but I didn't like that one. (laughs) Got a a whiff of iffy about her, Neil. (laughs) So you have to reverse back to an old podcast extra bit there. Mm. (laughs) Maybe, maybe Neil. I'm just thinking we we could start that business up. A whiff of iffy during lockdown because a lot of iffy stuff goes on in lockdown doesn't it yeah. i see i see people do you remember i told you about the mercedes affair lady there's a woman at the end of the village she meets in a little area to meet up to see her fancy person oh really yeah well laid by lovers no she put she put, she puts she's she, she's in like a lay yeah she's in a lay by like a farm lay by right. wanted to come and find her and i'm like you shouldn't be there you've got no business being there and I, she had a whiff of iffy about her knee, and I thought, fair. That's what I thought. So I hung around for as long as yeah. I could. Yeah. <laughs> love to be a, wouldn't you love to be a private investigator? Oh God, love- yeah, it'd be fascinating life to lead. Let's start it up. A whiff of iffy. Do you think? Oh, are you having to buzz someone in? Hello. Oh, am I back? Do you think, do you care that it's a second lockdown, Neil? Do you feel all right? I feel all right. Do you feel all right? Well, I have to say, I, I mean, I, I've worked all the way through it anyway. Yeah. But yesterday when I was at work, it didn't feel like lockdown. There was still quite a few people about. There was, I, I yeah. remarked a gentleman walked past where I work and I got chatting to him and, he's, and, I, and we were talking about things. And I said, uh, well, in April, May time, the road out there, there was no traffic on mm. it at all. There were cars going up and down. There were people wandering about. It was, yeah. it's sort of, um, it doesn't feel quite the same. It's like a mini one, this one. Yeah. Yeah, it's like an amuse bouche before yes. Christmas, isn't With it? With yeah. people taking it not, not taking it seriously, but n- yeah. you know, more conscious about things in a way. But I think I, because people were used to it now. We're into we we've we, you know got. Uh, and, and also, the first time it was shutters right down from the word yeah. go. At least now you can go to supermarkets, a garden centre, yeah, a, a park. Whereas yeah. before it was like, no, you're not. You're allowed to leave your house for twenty minutes a day. And also, I think it's because of the the they're, we're, obviously they've got more knowledge about it now. But the mark. I think yeah. was really important before. It's less about what you touch. I mean, obviously, yeah. it's still important, but it's about the mask and the water droplets and the airborne water droplets. It is, Neil. And I, you know, no. people, ha- I have seen that memo going around saying that you and I looked much better in the mask and we With should have been wearing on. one for yeah. years. Yeah. We should yeah. have been it's wearing a huge one improvement. Mm. It is actually, isn't it? Mm. Um, I have to say, I've seen some masks and I really don't find the ones with pretend mouths funny. Grow up. No. Yeah. Grow up. Yeah, no, yes, it's embarrassing. It's particularly when it's on a sort of like a, you know, an older person somehow. It just seems to well, a bit juvenile. Slightly ageist. Mm. Uh, I told you that my one that I really wanted to make was the sex doll one. Oh, I love this bed, Neil! <laughs> oh, this is my favourite bed. <laughs> Hanna-Barbera. Yeah, I'll start it again. Hang on, hang on. Oh, do I... Oh, that's it! <laughs> oh, God. I've missed the bed. I've missed playing the beds when we can like that. Oh, that's delicious, Neil. I think we just end on this bed because we, like I said, we're talking about 
shite today, aren't we? Yeah, aren't we, we just talking about? Should we just talking talk about the shite? We're we'll talking because that, because we've all started the second lockdown. We've gone back to small talk. We have, haven't we? Yeah. Oh, here we go again. I just oh gosh. Yeah. You're joking. No. Not another one. Oh, for God's sake! I can't honestly. I can't stand this. If your picture started, you'll see a still from a film. Ten points if you can give me the film's title. Waltz and Schwing. Um, Twelve Monkeys. Twelve Monkeys is correct. <laughs> and an homage. You know, President Obama had a really big one. Not nice. Major portions. Stay safe, speak your mind, and I might sound like a broken record, but wear a mask. It's a sign of respect. Thank you. Neil and Debbie. <laughs>